0: When you go through traumatic situations, whether it's past relationships or just past just situations in general, it just kind of makes you feel like your kind of self worth is kind of like you're just like Mm. your confidence is shattered, and you're just like, well, this may be all there is for me.
1: What up, y'all? I'm Rajay,
0: and I'm Shy, and welcome to the RXS podcast the
1: podcast where we provide inspiration motivation and information to the music community gang gang
0: gang yes. <laughs> hey so what are we talking about today
1: um leaving the familiar
0: mm-hmm.
1: and finding a new community
0: wow and
1: what that means for growth and self-development wow
0: That's
1: this amazing. is a very um close to home type of vibe mm-hmm and um, I think this will be inspirational for people who are trying to come into who they are mm, apart big. from what they are used to or how they were raised or what people expect. Sounds so, good. I think Jameer want to talk to y'all? <laughs> Hi, we hope y'all enjoy <laughs> the pot. Peace. Peace. What up, y'all? I'm here with Adrienne. I do not call her Adrienne. I call her AJ the girl, but but we up in here. AJ, what's goody? What's
0: up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. When is the last
1: time we've seen each other? So the people Uh, know.
0: Years ago. It's been a while.
1: When did we meet each other? So people will know.
0: At church. um, Do you know
1: what year it was?
0: (laughs) Oh, early 2000s. MySpace was out then. (laughs) (laughs) That's how long ago that was. We telling our age now. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, how have you been though? I've been good. I've been good. You know, life, life, mom, life. Yes, it's, it's real deal. All We're, the things. We are really grown. We are grown. Like, That's wild. Yes, we Who are married. become adults? <laughs> it's insane. I'm like,
1: AJ is married and she has a son. Wow.
0: I, yes, we are no trail, longer
1: children. No longer
0: children. We're raising yep. children. Ah, it is crazy. Yes, crazy. It's insane.
1: I'm but fine. good, everything good?
0: Everything is good, all is well.
1: Yes, yes. come on, family, black yes.
0: family, black love, we out here. Yes. All right,
1: so listen, I want to do what we always do. Okay. I want to go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Where were you born?
0: Greenville, North Carolina, 252, stand up.
1: Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> what was it like growing up in Greenville?
0: Oh, gosh, Greenville is like a town where everybody knows everybody, yeah. you know, home love. Yeah. East Carolina Pirates, you know, barbecue, you gonna get some parkers, you gonna get some chicken, you know, it's it's just a family town, you know, I mean, yeah, it was, that's my roots.
1: Did you grow up in a musical family?
0: You know, I did. My great grandmother, she was over the um, children's choir growing up, Let's and so go. she was a singer herself. My mom, she sings. She's sung in the choir. My grandma, my family, and my dad actually, he's a musician, dang, and all dang. of all of my siblings, they sing, they play. My brother plays bass, keys, drums. Yeah, like, yeah, on both sides, literally, Yes. literally.
1: So, were you singing early?
0: Yes, when I say my great-grandmother did not play with me, when she found out I had a gift, that was it. She said, you're going to get in this choir you're gonna and you're going to sing.
1: So I, was she like Maddie Moss Clark time? Yeah,
0: she was my Maddie Moss, literally. She was our Maddie Moss at our church. Like, She did not play about those two. It was like Sunshine Band times 10. <laughs> like, yeah, I I could not get out of doing a solo. If I said, Grandma, my stomach hurts, my throat hurts, I would come up with every excuse in the world not to sing and Yeah, she made sure she gave me that mic to sing. and that You just had to do it. I had to do it. Were you nervous? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) But she did not care. What? You're going to get up here and you're going to sing to the glory of God. Uh, To the glory of God. To the glory of God. She used to say, that baby got an anointing. Anointing. An anointing. (laughs) Yeah, so that's where it started. That's Rouse's Chapel. Okay. It was Rouse's Chapel. Then Rouse's Abundant Life. So, yeah. So
1: first of all, we gotta get because I didn't know that.
0: Yes, I grew up in Rouse's Chapel, and we your were,
1: grandmother was the choir director at Rouse's.
0: Yes, for the children. For the, for children. the children. Of course, Bishop Jesse Jones was over the music. Gang, the goat. Gang. The, the goat. goat. The goat. So yeah. Wow. So like those two were my foundation
1: for most of your life. Rouse's has been your church.
0: Yes. Jesus.
1: Yes. 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 Yo, I'm blown away because I didn't know that. Okay, so you're in the choir. Mm -hmm. You're singing. Mm -hmm. And then you just continue to like as you grow up, you just like switch to different choirs
0: yeah we had multiple choirs so you know the children's choir, the young adult choir yeah. and then there you remember we Re- rebirth choir gang, yes, gang. that was bishops um that was his choir we were singing and yeah. you know travel and um I was that's when I was soprano you know after you have a baby that was killed Alto me please, <laughs> please. So, so but yeah that was my foundation yep
1: so how old were you when you went to the next choir? How long were you in, first of all, how long were you in the children's choir? That's first.
0: Yeah. I was in the, cho- now, like, okay. So typically you'd be in children's choir, you graduate high school and then, you know, but even before high school, I started singing with the young adult choir when I got into my early teens, but we would still get up there to help cultivate the children and yeah. help, you know what I'm saying? Fill in the gaps. And my grandma was saying, y'all get up here, y'all come on and help these babies. Cause <laughs> I know I was early 20s still coming up there to help them babies so but yeah it was fun like we would help with rehearsals choir rehearsals help I would help my grandmother my mom and my grand my mom and I would help my grandmother pick out the songs with like, grandma the kids can sing this like it was just that's yeah
1: so did you have um relationships with the children
0: yeah I I saw a lot of them grow up a lot of them were like oh my gosh I feel so old a lot of them have Grown up, graduated yeah. high school, went to college. Like they have moved on. um I'm not sure. Like all the children's there now, um but since I don't live in the area, you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I yeah. We we definitely those were our babies. That was everybody yeah. babies.
1: <laughs> so did you ever get to the point as you're growing, helping the helping your mom and your grandma, mm-hmm. getting into other choirs? Did you ever get to the place where you did become confident or not nervous?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I also sung on the praise team. And so that is a whole different level of, you know, you have to have a whole different type of confidence. Choir and praise team are two different type of capacities.
1: So talk about the difference.
0: Uh, The difference with praise team is like you are on the forefront and you are opening up the service. You are helping to create and set the atmosphere to make it conducive for the preacher. And so that is such a huge responsibility not saying that if you're a choir member that's not a responsibility but it's just a different assignment if you will yeah Yeah.
1: was it tough going into that or did you kind of just kind of fall into it
0: um kind of just like fell into it and um you know of course like Jess and the girls that I grew up with yeah
1: that's because that's that's another part okay so let's talk about that yeah it is definitely easier when you're with the homies and they actually dope (laughs) yeah, <laughs> and like you and i share a very similar story where it's kind of like you grow up with dope people and that's just what it
0: is yeah
1: because like that's just what it was that's what it was so like a lot of people ask me like different questions about like were things difficult or was it tough and it's kind of like i mean no Cause everybody was kind of just good.
0: Yes. Like they, you know, they knew these girls can sing or whatever this, you know, our parents, they pushed us, they encouraged us and we were the praise team. And yes.
1: So let me ask you this with such a huge responsibility, you got the church thing going.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You on the front line every Sunday,
0: um, well, now, um, I serve at the River church now, yeah, yes, I so I do not lead worship every Sunday. We are on a rotation, yeah. but back um, then was it every back, Sunday? Then, back then it was more frequently leading, and so, you know, so that I, is a huge development when you're you know,
1: absolutely. Mm-hmm. so what I want to ask you about though, is with all of that going on in church, what is life like when you're not at church
0: in general? Yes.
1: What, what were y'all like? What was going on?
0: Back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, like, we were in school. Like, I was in high school getting ready to go to college. So, of course, it was like school life. I was a cheerleader. Yeah. I was, I was you know, doing my thing with that. And then also, we started, um, a couple of us started singing with another group. Yeah. I don't know if you remember Marquise Hicks. Of course. Marquise Hicks. And so we had... That and church it was like extracurricular, like, but still singing. You know, yeah, because like, like our
1: hobby is singing.
0: Yes, literally, <laughs> I was like nineteen, singing, gigging in Virginia, yeah. Raleigh. Like we were in high school, college, like young, up and down the road, singing yeah. at different concerts and yeah it was yeah y'all
1: just, was singing like y'all life was singing it
0: was singing like, literally that's it <laughs> that's literally it yes and i mean i had you know some regular you know teenage years hanging out with my friends at school yeah. so i was not like i'm going to a party i didn't have that you know so saying? did
1: you was it not in you or were you not allowed to go
0: well i i would say that my mom she of course she was you know they want me to just get into everything yeah, like at g- a young yeah, age yeah, Absolutely. But as i grew older i did have a little more freedom but i would go to different things but it was not like i was pressed i knew i was different like yeah. i wanted to so badly not be the church girl
1: wow <laughs> so you tried to fight being the church girl oh yeah Why? because i
0: had friends who were not churched and i had friends who were in church and so i was like i you know when you are a church girl you get labeled oh such a good girl. You know what I'm saying? And it's you're like, a, I'm not such a good the girl. The whole time I am a church girl. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you didn't like
1: the stigma of them saying, Hey man, you are.
0: Yes. It's like, guys, I can't go out tonight. I have a church. We have a revival. I have choir rehearsal.
1: Like but that was your life. though. That was like, my low life. Key. Low key.
0: Yes. And but, it is, uh, it is
1: annoying. It is annoying for people to kind of be like, you the church person. Yes. Or like, even like now as an adult, I appreciate I the respect, oh, but at, at the time, like, people be like, don't cuss in front of him.
0: I'm like, why not? Yeah. Jesus,
1: y'all are killing me here. I'm
0: telling you. And I hey, was, turn that music off. What do you mean, I'm man? You, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, cut that down. It's like, what do you think? I just listen to Kurt Franklin every day. You know what I'm saying? So it was just weird. Yeah. And I just wanted to live a balanced life, but at the same time, I knew that was a huge part of my life, music and church. And so I very appreciate appreciative of my yes. upbringing and my foundation
1: so you were trying to run the, the running wasn't working no like <laughs> you tried it clearly so like, it's still <laughs> not working <laughs> so, 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 so listen in your attempt to run what is the most not church thing that you tried to do
0: oh in general like of course like everybody had their days where they their time where they wanted to go to the club and they tried to like <laughs> but even then, it's, it's just weird. like, it's like uh, all right, and not to be judgmental, like oh, I don't belong here. I'm so deep. I'm um, with the sinners. No, not that. It's just when you know you are set apart. You know, you know, no matter how yes. hard you try. But I think when, also, when you go to college, that's a different you. You're that's kidding. a different discovery. Everybody. Okay, you know okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a different discovery. So, so, what was
1: that like for you?
0: College life. You have more freedom, so you are exposed to more things. Of course. So, um. Definitely exploring that party scene and stuff yeah. like that. But at the same time, it's just like God was like, okay, rolling back in. Still, you yeah. so I was, didn't leave church or anything like that, but it's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was it difficult you trying to balance that or figure that out? Cause at this point, I could imagine you like, because you have more freedom, you want to know certain things that you weren't able to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like I want to try this. I, I want to go here. Let me now. See. I didn't
0: try everything. I was like, hold on, y'all doing too much. <laughs> but I am thankful for the college experience. I felt like just moving away from home, discover meeting new people. I think everyone should, and that's important at for, some point in your life <laughs> for you
1: in particular because I know personally, mm-hmm. like your whole life before college was like these thirteen people.
0: Yeah, like this area. or this one corner, this one house, this one. Yes, yes. And so after college, that just made me more brave to, you know, Mm. explore. And, you know, I graduated from North Carolina Central University. Gang, gang. Eagle Pride. But but before that, I actually auditioned at Berklee College of Music. And so I and how, was going to move like? to Boston. Okay, what happened? Um, So it's hella expensive. Like, I'm not cussing hella. <laughs> <laughs> Church girl. Okay. um, It was super expensive. And so it was just like, okay, well, it's okay. You know, I, I went, I auditioned by myself, went to Boston by myself. It, okay,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> From your perspective, why do you think parents say, because I said so?
0: I feel like it could either mean that they know that what they're saying isn't right, so they just say that.
1: If they're telling you to do something and they say, because I said so, why would they tell you to do something wrong?
0: All I know is sometimes parents don't know like how to like deal with situations other than how they were treated when they were kids. <sighs> and it can be where their parents told them because they said so. And it's like, oh, that's all I know, so I'm gonna just treat my kid like this. Hi, this is Nay, and that was Nay's Place. If you want to catch more, search Nay's Place on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and RXS Entertainment YouTube channel.
1: For people who don't know, explain to them why by myself is so important to you.
0: Because I felt like that was like a huge level of independence for me self-discovery like i am stepping out to do something that's already scary and i'm stepping out and i'm going by myself i'm traveling by myself i was maybe like 23 i'm not sure i was super young um but yeah that was a huge thing for me and I, i did get in but um yeah i ended up going a different route i ended up going to north carolina central and that's when i established raleigh durham as my home
1: yeah did you did it hurt your feelings to not be able to go to Berkeley?
0: It, it did, but I was still just so proud of myself because I, to that be, I did to, that. To be, accepted yeah, to be accepted and to go
1: on your own, oh my God, that's an accomplishment within itself. That was a huge
0: itself. accomplishment. And I did not beat myself up over not going, but I knew, okay, I'm still, it's time to leave yes. my area. I'm yes. going to leave one way or the other. Yes. You know, not to down the area that I came from, but I knew there was more. And so I had a plan B in the back of my head and I said, okay, I'm going to try this route and... Yeah.
1: So talk to me about, so people who know you and your friends, y'all grew up together singing, y'all did everything together, like literally inseparable, (laughs) literally inseparable. (laughs) And then there comes a time when you go to college and they are not there anymore. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What was that like?
0: Um, I think it was just, it was a huge moment of just like self-discovery and just also you know, knowing that it's okay to branch out and meet other people and, you know, seasons change. It does not mean love is lost. It just it just means different area everybody's growing in different areas. And so I'm still I'm still proud of myself for even taking the step to, you know, take on a new territory. And so and, uh, yeah, I Raleigh-Durham is my home. I was, I've been there for 10 years now. Yes. 10 years. And so, yes. and I still go back and visit, you know, yeah, visit family because I still have a great majority of family who's there. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Greenville will always be home, right. period. <laughs> so
1: you're in Raleigh-Durham, you're yeah. in college, you're meeting new people, and then you start to sing with other people too?
0: Yeah. So um, for a while, I was just super um, focused on school. I was getting ready to graduate. I was like, just... Focus And I was just not um, actually pressed to find another place of worship Mm. at the time because, you know, when you grow up somewhere, you're not ready to, you know, move past that or kind of nervous to step into new areas or new territories, unfamiliar places. But a very close friend of mine, my best friend, she invited me to church one day and she was like, Come with me. Come come to the river. We're having Bible study. I was like, girl, I do not want to go to this church. Like I was just like, I'm not doing that right now. I'm not. And so I but I gave in and I ended up visiting. I was like, wow, this is something that's different about this place. And I started visiting and visiting and she was like, You know he um you can sing on the praise and I was like, Oh, no ma'am. so (laughs) I turned her down. Like I was like, I did not I did not come here to sing, didn't come here to serve. I just I would sit. I would literally go there and sit in the back because I didn't want to be nobody. And to it's talk the, to me. So
1: coming, so going into Raleigh Durham, going to college. Cause you're in college at this time, about to graduate. Oh, yeah. Already... So this is
0: like 2017. I graduated in 2017 because I went back to school. So Central was not my first school after high school. I had went back to school. So I got you. I, I was Getting ready to graduate in 2017. So and I visited the river literally a year before I even became a member. Because you're trying
1: to <laughs> you're trying to do life. In the opposite way of what you've always done. Like I'm always singing. I'm always serving. Mm -hmm. I'm always on the praise team. I'm always leading. I just want to chill.
0: Yeah, literally. I had no intentions of being on the praise team or serving in any capacity. I would literally go sit in the back, get my work, go home, do my homework, and just, you know, I was a little closed off for a little period. And so. Why? Um, I Just just like uh, past experiences in general just had made me have a guard up, and so I was a little afraid to let new people in and have new experiences. So even my current best friend, I did not just, like, let her in as a friend immediately. It took time for those walls to come down, and so I'm, I'm thankful that she invited me that day. Had she not invited me to church that Tuesday night, I mean, that literally changed the whole trajectory of my where my life yeah. is now.
1: What made you pull the walls down?
0: <sighs> I kept, something kept telling me to just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I just, I kept getting fed differently each time. Like the word was literally breaking down those walls. I, the word wow. of God. Okay, okay. So wait, so wait, let's go back.
1: <laughs> so, at, okay. So you're home, then you go to college. When you get to college, you already have these walls up.
0: Yes, when I get to college, um, towards the end of college, I had these walls up, and so a bunch of things had transpired, and it just made me really guarded with people. Yeah. And I just like I'm just focused on school. I don't care about anything yeah. else. So um, yeah, I would visit churches here and there, and just nothing was just like a fit for me because yeah. I knew I would be in Raleigh Durham after grad, you know, after graduate. Yeah. So I, you know, going back and forth. To home just was not an option for me anymore. So I said, I got to find something here. You know, start establishing this as my home. But the more I went to the river, the more I began to heal. I started letting people in. I started getting involved. I joined the praise team. I auditioned. And yeah, everything was full circle. Everything was full circle. So do
1: you feel like having a church home... Helps in healing processes
0: For sure I think covenant Is such a huge thing You have to be planted I think people think you can just open your phone or your computer and you stream or you go here and there casually at a church of your choice and that's enough to get by no you have to have community you have to have fellowship you have to get planted get involved get to know your pastor and one thing that made me even more comfortable was that my bishop ronald gobby he has a meeting with new members and he you know just says hey i'm not here this let me know how how are you get to know you and so i was just like wow this is different, you know? Yeah. Okay. You know? And then, so yeah, it was just a different place for me. I call the river a healing place because you, when you come, you're not the same person. Yeah. When I, when I first started going there, I was not the same person. Yeah. I was so just like bitter hurt, you know, just guarded. But yeah, I, yeah, I thank God for the healing that resides in that, Absolutely. In that ministry.
1: Absolutely. So after go- you were going to church But what was your process like at home every day to get through the healing process?
0: Um, That was a really isolated period for me. However, um, that time I was just like really just getting into those deep areas. It's like spending time with myself. God was showing me myself, what needed to heal, how I needed to heal. And, you know, that that was the only way I was able to move forward, like being okay with being alone for that period
1: and that's the thing (laughs) that's the thing about life that can be tricky Mm -hmm. like when you grow up you know my story yeah from age 12 till about 17 18 i spent my whole life with one group of people Mm -hmm. and they become your people Mm -hmm. good bad Mm Different fights, betrayals, issues, good days, bad days they're your people. Yeah, you develop as a person directly connected to those people. Mm -hmm. So, the whole true, authentic self of you by yourself ain't never really been developed, right? Because it is in association Mm -hmm. with the the homies.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so
1: you get to a place where it's like, okay. Adulthood Mm -hmm. puts you in a place where I'm Dolo and this is weird. Mm -hmm. And this i didn't like i didn't realize that i had a problem with this until i'm by myself yeah now let's
0: deal with it exactly and of course i had other friends like i had friends that i had went to college with they were close friends and they would like check in on me and things like that or i'm like girl y'all go ahead i don't want to i just really did not want to go but it was very healing for me because it showed me me and so when you learn you that's that's when you're able to not place blame on people. You know, it can even take you back to childhood. And so, and it's like, okay, this is why I'm this way because Mm. of A, B, and C. And so, yeah.
1: And being okay, AJ, with saying that. Yeah. Because some, it's, it's a hard conversation to have Mm -hmm. with yourself when you have to deal with the root of any issues.
0: Yeah.
1: And to get to a place where, you're be you're beyond hurt enough to take accountability. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been in places where it's like, I would not have been this way if you
0: did not. Yeah, you can't. No, <laughs> no. Because no, God, one thing about God, He gonna He gonna give you a mirror, and He's gonna show you you. Yes. One way or another, He'll get you by yourself, and He's like, okay, this is you. <laughs> Yeah, you might think it's this person, but no, it's actually you. You know what I'm saying? It's actually you. And so I'm thankful for that period that it's like a year and a half of just like a growing, growing pains, healing, self-discovery, self-awareness. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: So how do you feel now?
0: I feel like, oh, my gosh, sometimes I don't even recognize myself. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing.
1: It is. You know what I'm
0: saying? I'm just like, wow, like even just... You know, the life that I live now, I didn't think that was possible for me.
1: Why didn't you think it was possible?
0: Oh, my gosh. When you grow up and you see things happening for people or just even like the way you grow up, you have this mentality like, I'm not sure if that's in the cards for me. I don't know if that's God's plan for me. I did, I had a hard time believing that, you know, oh, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have a family or I'm able to do this. But God showed me that that's possible You just have to trust me. Trust me in your dark season. Mm -hmm. Trust me in your waiting seasons. Trust me in your isolation season. Trust me to take a step. Hold up.
1: We got to take a break because you got to be mommy. What up, y'all? I'm Rajay, and I'm interrupting the pod to present an opportunity for y'all to support the brand and the fam. So do this for me. Head over to RajayXSha.com. Click the merchandise tab and grab a hoodie, t-shirt, or hat. And remember this thing, no matter what people say or think, live your life. Now, back to the episode. We are back. Your son and your husband are okay. I checked okay. on them. Thank you. All Thank right, you. so I want to go back to um, what you were saying when you said um, you were in a place where you didn't feel like you could have those things, like yeah. you would ever have those things.
0: Yeah, just like when you go through traumatic situations, whether it's past relationships or just past just situations in general it just kind of makes you feel like your kind of self-worth is kind of like oh you're just like your confidence mm. is shattered and you're just like well this may be all there is for me but whole time it's not it's really not so be- <laughs> before
1: you got out of that place were you in a place where you tried to live in acceptance in acceptance of the fact that it may not be for you
0: I did I did for a little while I was just like okay this is just what it is I'm just gonna live my life and whatever if it happens it happens you know what I'm saying and so I was just like I'm just gonna focus on me I graduated school and I'm just like I'm trying to get a job I'm just I'm not about you know to wish for this and that every night you know what I'm saying I'm just like I'm good it's cool it happens it happens um, but, you know, I think the more that I started to heal and the more that I started to let those walls down and, you know, let in some friendships, yes. that was very healing for me. Like having a, a new community was healing for me and, you know, joining the church and getting involved, singing again, because during that dark period, I also stopped singing for like a, like a year or so. Like I was not singing anywhere, serving anywhere, singing on any groups, nothing. And you did not want to. You like I'm uh, No, I did I not want to. I was like I'm focused on school and I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wild. <laughs> so you
1: meet this new community and talk to the people about the value of good people.
0: Yeah, I I feel like good people first you have to you have to let your guard down in order to see that good people are good. Because if you have this wall up, how can you see over the wall? You can't. You can't. You can't see the goodness that's in front of you and these people. You, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, "Oh, they're gonna do this. Oh, they don't really. Oh, they're not genuine." Or you know, what I'm saying, and that's not the case. You have to yes. give people a chance, and absolutely. that season told me, taught me how to give people a chance, and absolutely, I, you know, once I gave people a chance, I I met some of the greatest people, some of the greatest <sighs> people. Um. You know, at my church and out even outside of my church, um, and I met my husband. But yeah. the crazy thing is, I had always known of my husband. We've always <laughs> been like, yeah. you know, that when the group scene was really heavy, heavy, when I was heavy with, you know, Marquise and whatever, and. <sighs> He, he, Charles would be on those flyers. Yeah. It was the Raleigh Durham area had a heavy circulation of certain groups you yes, knew yes. would be at the concert. Yeah. You knew who was going to be. Yeah. And so we had always known of each other, but the river brought us closer. So, it,
1: was he at the river?
0: He came shortly after me. Ooh. He started He started attending the river shortly after me. And um, my best friend, Brandy, she, she sang with him. She uh-huh. still sings with him soprano. Um, but yeah, and she she invited him too, I believe. Oh. Because they went to a previous church together that they no yeah. longer attended. And so I think she had been inviting him. And then at the time, I had already been there for maybe like a year. started singing on the praise team. And so he started coming. And then... Um, I'm talking about the the marriage details now, but like how yeah, we got yeah, together. Because I like, want No, no. I need know. to know. Because
1: I'm like, were you like, oh,
0: oh, what up? No, we were like, we started getting. No, it will not like that. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> he he says I wouldn't give him the time of day, but like when he first. I can see that. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I really wasn't on. I really wasn't on that. I, really wasn't on that. Were so really I was just cool. going. So, were
1: you still on that? I'm um, focused type vibe when he yeah, first was, came. Yeah,
0: I was focused, but then I knew he was cool. Like we was we was getting cool. It was like that's that's my dude. Like yeah. he's dope. Like he, I knew he uh, had you know he sings. Like it's yeah. like Charles, who does not know Charles Clark? Like come on now. <laughs> and so um, yeah, he started coming to church, started singing on the praise team. We got closer because and then Brandy was also a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one night Brandy had a birthday dinner over whatever and I he always talks about the dress that I had on oh let's go (laughs) but yeah so after that birthday dinner it's kind of like we uh, started like talking more and so that's when he you know yeah
1: so I got a question when you're talking to him do you ever in your mind go back to the place of saying like hey maybe some things are possible
0: yeah because he Charles he literally He showed me something completely different than what I was used to. And so that within itself, it showed me like, wow, like these things, okay, this may not be too good to be true. You know how you, Mm. it's like... He'll see you. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's like, is this real? But you know, it it was. It was very real, and you know, he was persistent, and he was um, not in like a creepy way. You know, like, yeah. But in a, I want you, and yes, you're gonna be be mine. Very very establishing what it is. You know what I'm saying? And so that meant a lot to me. Very intentional. Very intentional. We had a solid friendship. We always tell people we had and still do. That's my best friend a solid friendship it was not like oh i met him we just started dating no yeah you know, how we long were y'all friends we so like i said we always knew of each other i remember we used to uh always tell him you know we were friends on blackberry <laughs> good god <everybody. laughs> yeah i do i remember to this day we were friends on blackberry but um yeah we were friends for a while when he got to the river before yeah. we started dating yes mm-hmm. And then um, I started I started singing with him um, not long after we dated. He had asked me one time before if I would I sing with him. I said, said, no, no. That, was oh. when, that was in my close off period. Yeah. I was not singing with anybody. I did not. I won't try to do that.
1: But um, absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. Yeah. So how long were y'all together before y'all got married?
0: We were together a year. Yeah, um, we were friends for a year. We we he proposed after like six months though. That I'm about to say the yeah, wrong was, thing. Yeah, that man
1: knew what time yeah. it was. Yeah, he already knew. Did he tell you like, hey, you know you're gonna be my wife, right?
0: He would make different hints. We would talk about. He would ask me stuff like, so what kind of, what what's your idea of a dream wedding? Like what Whoa! kind of thing? We would talk about stuff like that.
1: So what? are you still in the? Is this too good to be true? When he's asking you these questions.
0: Like when we were dating like, yeah. I was like or were you like okay? I was like, okay,
1: he's asking. <laughs> like,
0: you know, but yeah, I um yeah, well, I still kinda... said <laughs> oh, This is amazing. <laughs> no, but yeah, the day he proposed, I was just like, What? Like yeah. it was a total surprise. And it's crazy because we were he were he was planning to have like our family and friends there. It was gonna be a surprise, but it ended up just being us too. Like he wow. he said, he he um changed his mind on the day he was gonna do it and it was perfect because he it was just us. It was just us.
1: And that's probably what you needed.
0: Yes, because yeah, I didn't he knows me and he yes. thought about it. It's like she wouldn't wanna grow out. You know, I, like, I love my friends and family, but it was just perfect the way he yeah. ended up. Like he, he got the ring. He think he told um his brother. Once he got the ring, he called his brother. He said, like, yeah, I'm going to do it today. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> because he, had, the, Mind you, everything is planned out to do it on this day. With but, all But these w- at, once he saw the ring, he was like, yeah, no, I got to do it today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was perfect. It was perfect.
1: So fast forward, you guys get married. Yes. Y'all have a son,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Yes, Grayson. How old is your son now?
0: Grayson is two.
1: Wow. What was that like? B- finding out you were pregnant that's like another oh
0: wait maybe i maybe i can have these things yeah that was that was wild to me and it's it's crazy because i i got pregnant with grayson when i was 32 i'm about to be close to 35 so yeah and so my grandma always brings this up i do not recall ever saying this she said do you remember one day you said i'm not having kids till i'm 32 I was like, "What?" But you know what? Who that, says that? But that apparently I did. But like that, whole how
1: old ago. were you when you said that? She don't, did she tell you how old you were when you no, said it? No,
0: it had to been a while, and I, I do not recall. But
1: yeah, apparently well, well, you, I said that, it. and so.
0: But yeah, we got married in the pandemic in a child's health. like that within itself was just. It was a joyous time, but just think about how the world was. It was a different type of navigation. Like, yeah. you know, not all of my family got to see Grayson yeah, right away. One
1: person can come in at a Even town. Our,
0: our wedding, we did not have our wedding that we yeah. planned on having, but it ended up being us and our wedding party and literally our parents. And wow. we were able to take our pictures, but we didn't have an actual ceremony. Yeah. We got married at our bishop's house in wow. his backyard. And then we had... Taking our pictures on the day our wedding was supposed to be, but we haven't had like an actual ceremony. When we renew our vows in a few years, we plan on having a celebration with you know friends and family. But um, but yeah, we were able to have a an anniversary party. Yeah, but um, but yeah, pandemic baby, and just I was just like, wow, what? But I'm gonna tell
1: you this though, because my wife and I didn't have like a wedding either. Mm -hmm. We got married with our pastor and a couple of our friends Mm -hmm. and to to some people who like really want to do the whole wedding thing Mm -hmm. it can be like oh man but like the marriage is more important than the wedding
0: yes we are so glad to this day how things ended up Jesus, the
1: marriage is more (laughs) important than the wedding yeah because you like you end up spending a whole bunch of money for people to come who got all kind people, of opinions and carrying all, on all and things that ain't that
0: you won't even hear from after the wedding. Right. <laughs> and it's like, man, that cost a lot of money for that. Right. And these are the same people who show up to weddings without gifts. <laughs> it's like right? you want us to feed, a, feed you and you come in here empty-handed. Empty-handed. <laughs> but um yeah, it's just we we're glad it ended up that way. That was nothing but God because just the stress of who to invite, who to, yes. oh my God, like, and just the cost in general. Yes. Like, we're like, yeah, it, it was a God thing. We're glad Absolutely. it was just us. We were out yes. there boohooing. We had a videographer. We yeah. were out there boohooing, saying our vows, yeah. and just our wedding party was just like this. Just nobody yeah. but us. It's crazy. Just like nobody but us for the proposal, nobody but us for the wedding. It was just <sighs> perfect. just
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now... Let's go. Let's talk about present times after going through all of that stuff and getting to the place where you are now. How do you feel?
0: Oh, my goodness. I feel amazing. God is amazing. He, you know, every day he reminds me that, you know, I'm never late. I'm right on time. You know, I'm never late. My promises are still Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Still yes and amen. And you know what you didn't think was possible is very much possible. And so when I look at my life now, you know, wife, mother, entrepreneur, yeah. the owner of Grace Wins LLC, Let's I am, go. I am a marketing manager Let's during go. the day, and I am planning to further my education this year. Yeah. So I just all these things, and I sing. I'm a worship leader, and yes. so I'm just like you know, God, I thank you. Yeah. I have a wonderful husband, wonderful son, supportive family. I'm I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful.
1: So before we go, look right here. Yes. If you had to speak to a young lady, let's say she's between the ages of 13 and 18, Mm -hmm. and she has her walls up, what would you tell her?
0: I would tell her that what's coming is so much better than what you feel right now. I promise, even though it feels dark and lonely, you may be confused, you're wondering, you know, what is, what is going to come out of this? Um, just know that God wastes nothing. He wastes nothing. You're going to, so the only way out is through. You have to go through it. You have to go through it because you are going to look back and Thank God that you went through it, you're gonna come out better. God wastes nothing, and you're gonna have a wonderful testimony. Just endure.
1: This has been another episode of the RXS Podcast with Adrian AJ Clark. Thank y'all for watching and thank, thank y'all for you listening. So
0: Please, take the time to realize that you got that fire, keep it burning, don't let nobody put it out, just live your life. Every day you wait, take the time to realize that you got that fire. Keep it burning, don't let nobody put it out. Just live your life.